like to welcome my listeners to the Truth Sayer Report, hosted by Jeffrey Hawkins. The global mission of the podcast, the Truth Sayer Report, is to explore and examine historical events and how they shape current events and, most importantly, our lives. I will discuss a wide range of topics over the course of the series. I welcome your comments and suggestions for future topics and areas of interest. Email us at truthsayernews at gmail.com. You can follow us on the following platforms. On Facebook at Jeffrey Hawkins and like our page, The Truth Sayer Report. Or on Twitter at Truthsayer News. This is my inaugural podcast. Today's topic is the tale of two cities, Birmingham, Alabama and Atlanta, Georgia. How both were born of fire. Birmingham's symbol is the Vulcan, the god of fire. And Atlanta's symbol is the phoenix rising from the ashes of General Sherman's order to burn it to the ground. However, one became the shining star of the Southeast and the other a dim light obscured by mountains. First, I'd like to offer a brief history of both cities. I will begin with Birmingham. It was first founded as a city in 1887, made up of a collection of small neighborhoods and villages. Of course, the city was named after Birmingham, England, its second largest city and the mining center of England. The area was rich in mineral deposits such as coal, limestone, iron ore, and steel. The mining industry soon began to boom and helped transform the city into an industrial and railroad hub. Over the next 50 years, Birmingham grows into a prosperous mid-sized city, the industrial leader of the South, and rivals Atlanta as the South's premier city. Let's talk about Atlanta's origins. In 1837, the area which became Atlanta was first known as Terminus, which means the end of the line. Terminus was a major railroad hub, which rail lines connected the Deep South with the Midwest. A few years later, the area's name was changed to Marthersville in honor of Governor Lumpkin's daughter, Martha. In 1848, the city was chartered and its name was changed to Atlanta to signify the joining of the Atlantic and Pacific Rail Lines. Now we can see the parallel beginnings and the growth of both cities along with the rivalry. The future changes for both starting in the late 1940s with the emergence of the fledgling airline industry. The American airline industry is seeking a Southeast airline hub and the two players are Birmingham and Atlanta. During this period of the late 40s and early 50s, both cities are roughly the same size in population and geographical size. This is a very interesting fact. The leadership in Birmingham and the state of Alabama set their sights in future growth on the mining and steel industries. Virtually and unknowingly deciding to make the city's economy a one-trick pony. Birmingham begins to be known as the Pittsburgh of the South. It enjoys great growth and prosperity. Ultimately, it decides not to seek the position of becoming the Southeast Airline Hub and creates an airline fuel tax, which signals its decision. The leadership in Atlanta desires a more diverse economy and saw its rail lines, its highways, and now a major airport as its vehicles for growth. The airline fuel tax becomes the deciding factor 
when a regional airline based in Monroe, Louisiana, named Delta, chooses Atlanta as its new headquarters. The next chapter in the tale of two cities is the emergence of the airport, the 1960s, and the civil rights movement. Birmingham's mining and steel industry is booming, but the city's leadership can't see the vision of air travel, diverse commerce, and or open-mindedness. Atlanta's mayor, Ivan Allen, quickly desegregates public transportation, restaurants, hotels, motels. Atlanta never receives a black eye or the consternation of the country for its defiance of equal treatment under the law. Famously, Robert Woodruff, the CEO of Coca-Cola, states, with this airport, it would be difficult to explain to my Brazilian bottler why he can't stay in the same hotel as my Chattanooga bottler. Atlanta's economy is now booming as well and growing exponentially greater than Birmingham's. The city's population is growing by leaps and bounds beyond Birmingham. What is worse, Birmingham is now being referred to as Bombingham. Atlanta's moniker becomes the city too busy to hate. In 1966, Major League Baseball encourages the move of the Braves from Milwaukee and the National Football League awards the city a new franchise, the Falcons. Now, Atlanta's a Major League city and soon the National Basketball Association team, the Hawks, relocate to the city as well. Now we move into the 1970s. Due to the overwhelming success of the Atlanta airport, which has led to enormous growth and diversity in the city's economy, the people of Atlanta renamed the airport William B. Hartsfield to honor his championing the decision to become the Southeast Airline Hub. The Hartsfield Airport has triggered the metropolitan area population boom, which requires the creation and the building of a regional rapid transportation system known as MARTA. Now we move into the 1980s and the decline of the mining and steel industries in America. Birmingham's economy and its citizens suffer greatly from the industry decline. Thousands lose their jobs, the city loses millions in tax revenue, and the city's population declines rapidly as well. Atlanta, on the other hand, economy continues to grow exponentially due to, again, the airport and the opening of the rail system. Atlanta's mayor, Maynard Jackson, has continued in the belief and sponsorship of the airport by doubling in size and its passenger capacity, along with his major support of MARTA. The airport has led Atlanta to becoming a major business convention destination. MARTA's success and the continued economic expansion all culminating in the city winning the bid to host the 1996 Olympics. Moving into the 21st century, the city of Birmingham finally gets a glimmer of hope, but not into 2009. With the election of William Anthony Bell, does Birmingham have a mayor who embraces the vision of its airport and its ability to change the city's fortunes? Unfortunately, Bell inherits a $77 million budget deficit and a non-diverse economy still reeling from the mining and steel industry decline. First, he spearheads the renovation of the airport, the revitalization of downtown Birmingham, and he moves the city into a more diverse economy in banking, the medical community, and telecommunications. To date, 
Mayor Bell is the city's only mayor credited with bringing in over $2 billion in business development. When he left office in 2017, he left a budget surplus of $350 million. The citizens of Birmingham would be wise to remember the words of the great French philosopher Machiavelli. Those who forget the lessons of history shall be doomed by them. For Atlanta, the stage has been set by Mayor Jackson, who left office in 1992 with the Atlanta airport as the city's signature for success. Every mayor since, Campbell, Franklin, Reed, and Lance Bottoms have embraced and nurtured the now-named Hartsfield-Jackson Airport as the goose who lays the golden eggs. Now, let's speak of the present. Birmingham city population is 209,000. Its metro area is 1.1 million, and it has the 49th largest metro area in the country. Atlanta city population is 509,000, double that of Birmingham's. Its metro area is 6.1 million, five times the size of Birmingham's, and its metro area is the ninth largest in the country. Well, in the final analysis, one can only vision in the tale of two cities is hard to soar without wings. For our Birmingham listeners, remember, there's a mayoral election this fall. Ring the bell for Birmingham's success and elect William Anthony Bell mayor. Thank you for listening to the Truth Sayer Report, the tale of two cities, hosted by Jeffrey Hawkins. I like to end my podcast with a quote by a great American poet, James Baldwin. People pay for the life they live. They simply pay by the life they end up living. Speak to you soon.